Welcome to this green church. We're a Christian community on a mission to raise saviors, believers that are righteous and supernatural, to succeed, lead, and have transformational societal impact. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. and Wednesday at 6 p.m. to be a part of this amazing service. Be blessed as you listen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for what you have done in Christ. Thank you for who I am, what I have, and where I am because of the price that Christ paid, you know, on the cross through his death, his burial, and resurrection. Thank you. Thank you because now I have bold access. You know, I'm welcomed in to come. I'm told by you that you come in boldly every time, okay, to the throne of grace to obtain mercy and to find grace in my time of need. Thank you because I am always welcome because of what the blood has done. The blood has made the way so that all can enter in. So right now I have entered in and I'm comfortably in. And I am seated, I am rested in you. All because of what you have done. Because I am always worthy. Not because of something I did, but because of what you have done. You know, that, that I have put my faith in. Thank you. I have looked at you and I live forever. You told us in John, that, that as Moses put up, put up the, 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 the bronze serpent, that anyone who had been beaten will look at the serpent and live. <laughs> that so will you, so the man be lifted up, that anyone that looks at you will live. You have been lifted up. I have looked at you, and I live, and I live forever. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My faith, my hope, my strength is in you because of what you have done. And you have given me assurance by giving me the spirit within Thank you. Thank you. Because you are with me forever, you will never leave me, you never forsake me. So I can boldly say, the Lord is with me. What can man do unto me? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. I give you thanks this morning. I give thanks. With a grateful heart, I give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks because it's given Jesus Christ, His Son. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks. To the Holy One, give thanks because it's given Jesus Christ is Son. Okay, so this part, my voice has gone, so I'm just going to enter any key that I can carry it, okay? And now, let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich because of what the Lord has done for us. And now, and now, let the weak say, I am strong. So I am strong. Come on. Let the poor say, I am rich 
because of what the Lord has done for us. We give thanks. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yes, on God. Hallelujah. On God this morning, on God. Okay, let's start for Romans 4, from 18 to 24. Romans 4, 18 to 24. Romans 4, 18 to 24. My reader, Romans 4, 18 to 24. Who, contrary to hope, in hope believed, so that he became the father of many nations according to what was spoken, so shall your descendants be. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about a hundred years old, and the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but he was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. And being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. And therefore, it was counted to him for righteousness. You can stop there. So, you see something there. It says, um, talking about Abraham, okay? Who contrary to hope, in hope believed, so that it became, okay? According to what was spoken, okay? And being not weak in faith... He did not consider, okay? He did not waver the promise of God from belief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. So it means that, you know, there were reasons and opportunities to waver, okay? Opportunities to doubt. Because contrary to, meaning that there were things in his sight, contrary to hope. Mm. They were, before his eyes were obvious realities. They were contrary to the hope he had. So meaning, if you open his eyes to see, <laughs> to look at look at you know, look at his body, look at Sarah's body. <laughs> there were everyday contradictions. Do you understand that everything is so physical to his eyes every day? We tell him what you are believing does not make sense. There were clear contradictions. So contrary to hope, in hope he believed. He did not weaken in meaning that there were opportunities for him to doubt, for him to weaken, but he did not. You know when Bible says do not fear, it's because there are things to fear. Or because things will happen that you make you afraid. So it's not, it's, not, it's not telling you not fear because you know nothing will happen. It's telling you that not fear is because there are things that will happen that should make you afraid. There will be opportunities, there will be valid reasons to be afraid. You know in Matthew 8 or Matthew 9, I always refer to this, to, this, to this verse, where Christ told them, you know, you go to the other side. They were now on the boat and a furious storm came and Christ was asleep on the boat. And he went to me and said, Master, you are sleeping. Don't you care that we are drowning? He got up rebuked the wind and told them, O oh, ye of little faith, why, you know, kiniko, kiniko, why are you afraid? So, <laughs> even where the fear was legitimate, because again, if you are on a boat, now, it's not, it's not, it's not more than the boat though, you know, if you are on the kind of boat you're using then, and a storm came, you should be afraid. You should, you should be afraid. Okay? But even in that, even though there are valid reasons for fear, Christ maintained the same instruction. Do not fear. So do not fear is because there are things to fear. Because there will be things that should make the natural man be afraid. Do you understand? 
I want to see our face. I need to see our face so that I can be sure we're together. So, Torila, please come back. Come back with your camera. Um, the adjustments. Your camera comes back on. Wife, I married to your camera back on. I want to see your faces. All right. Good. All right. So this is important, okay? So you know, um, Abraham had valid reasons to be afraid. Sorry, to doubt. Look at that. So God is saying this to us, okay? When He says, "Do not fear," He's telling you, you are responsible for your response when the, when the opportunity to be afraid comes around. You are responsible for your response. Are you hearing me? You are responsible for your response when the opportunity to be afraid comes around. Your response is your prerogative and your choice. Your response is your prerogative and your choice. And you have the ability to respond in faith. Whatever God tells you to do, it's because you can do it. Because He has given you ability and help to do it. So you have the ability to respond in faith when every common sense says you should respond in fear. 2 Timothy 1 7. 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 I know we all know this verse, Abby. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of what? Of love, of power, and a sound mind. Okay? God has not given us a fearful spirit. The spirit within you is not one of fear, but rather one of love, one of power, and of a sound mind. So meaning you can respond in love, in power, and in sound mind when you should be afraid. Mm-hmm. If you know you have a spirit of power and you 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 meditate on it, you let it become the reality you believe in, it will be your response when things that should make you afraid comes around you. Are you getting me this morning? So your response is your prerogative and your choice. Now, you can by faith many times many times control what comes to you. Many times. But even when you cannot control what comes to you, you can control your response. You can choose your response. You can choose your response. You should respond deliberately in faith. So Abraham again had reasons to be afraid. Had reasons to be doubtful. So every day the opportunity, opportunity telling him what you are believing does not make sense. What did Abraham do? He did not weaken in faith. Meaning that there'll be you no know, on your on your on your path to what you are expecting. Okay, there'll be reasons to say, I beg, maybe God will not do it. Maybe this will not happen. Maybe I should just look for another way about it. Alright? There'll be things like that. Amen. You know, Abraham not wake up every morning feeling in a great mood. Hope you know. You know, you know, I feel like ah, you know, today's no no no. There'll be times when just when 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 what when you just like I can't even watch it starts to come. What are you even believing yourself? Who are you? You see this woman, I should want to take her baby for nine months. So there'll be thoughts. Like even 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 if she gets pregnant, how can she at that age carry a child? You know, so there'll be thoughts that will come. But what did he do? He did not weaken in faith. So you will have a choice to make. To be strong in faith is your prerogative. Is your choice. You are applying for a job. You've applied to 100. You, every time you, when you see like, when you see mail, it is unfortunately very good to inform you. And if you are like, <laughs> so even 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 when you, the mail you've not seen, 
when you see their last, you know, you almost, you almost know your heart that it is it's unfortunate to regret to inform you, don't try to get you. So you are almost, you know, mm, another one is kind yeah, mm, you must not weaken in faith. Even though there are valid, valid reasons for doing that. But it is now a choice. It's a choice that we must make. It is my choice to be strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. So, no one can be strong for you. Before then, First Corinthians 16, 13. First Corinthians 16, 13. First Corinthians 16, 13. Watch, stand fast in the faith, be brave, be strong. Look at that. Start talking to us. Stand fast in faith. Meaning it is your prerogative. So when the Bible says do something because it's on you to do it. It's your prerogative. It's your choice. It's your responsibility to stand fast in faith. To be brave, courageous, be strong. Hallelujah. I, mean, I see so many believers, the way they talk betrays them. You know, I do it at the counseling. When they talk, the way they talk just betrays their weakness. And I feel bad because in my head, if you stay like you have lost, and it's the truth. My ah oh, shit. I, I'm I'm worried for them that if they stand like this, they have lost. They have lost. And that's where the world is. You know, it's it's a sad case, but it is true. If you stand as a weakling, you have lost. If we pray, lay hands, lay leg. No, what you will have is your feet. So if my prayer does not result in you growing your feet, we'll just pray or you might come to it for a minute, but you're back in it. Do you understand? Because your words, your words betray your heart. Your words betray your faith. If you come as a weakling, you are done for. And it's your choice to be strong. It's your choice to be strong and steadfast in faith. So last the process. No one can be strong for you. Permanently. You know what I'm saying? You know this. You know, it's not, it's, you know life, life is not a man be. You are my strength when I was weak. You know, you know that song. You are my eyes when I couldn't see. You are my kidney when I couldn't breathe. <laughs> You saw the best that was in me. Uh-huh. Like you need to carry it for you. You think that song was like a Christian song? You say lie, you <laughs> man. We all talk so to at some point. But you see, <laughs> you see, life is never man B. No one can be strong for you. Amen. You know, even 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 if even if your past past is strong for you today, okay, it can't be strong. For, it can't be strong for you always. It, it will be a drag on his feet. If you are always one receiving help, receiving faith, faith builder. Okay, you'll be a drag on his face because they will need you also. You have anything to give. Are we together? And the, no matter how strong your partner is, there are places, there are places you only go alone. In this life, oh, there are places you only go alone. There are things you only resolve alone. No matter how much anybody prays for you, there are places you only go alone. There are things you only resolve alone. Do you understand? <laughs> there are things you only resolve alone that nobody can help you resolve. That nobody can help you go. So you must make that choice to be strong. Don't be weak in faith. Hebrews 9 to 12. Hebrews 6 9 to 12. Hebrews 6 9 to 12. Hebrews 6 9 to 12. But beloved, we are confident of better things concerning you. Yes, things that accompany salvation. Though we speak in this manner, for God is not unjust to forget your work and labor of love which you have shown towards his name, in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister, and we desire that each one 
of you show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end, that you do not become sluggish, but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promise. Do it, do, do it in NIV 11 and 12. Thank you. We want to we want each of you to show this this same diligence to the very end so that what you hope for may be fully realized. We do not want you to become lazy, but to imitate those who through faith and patience inherit what has been promised. You see that? Says we want you to show the same diligence to the very end. So that, so that what you hope for may be fully realized. Meaning that, you know, um, sometimes faith, faith requires that you go the long haul. Says so want to show the same thing again, that, you, that you should not be lazy, sluggish, slothful, but imitate those who through faith and patience or and perseverance in inherit the problem. Meaning that the faith that, that wins is a faith that lasts. The faith that wins is the faith that lasts the long haul. That faith sometimes requires perseverance. Do you understand? That faith requires patience. That you must hold on being strong in your faith till you have what you have desired. So many people start in faith, but then draw back. He says, Bible calls it laziness, slothfulness, sluggishness. It says, don't be lazy. Meaning that faith is work. Faith is they fight. Do you understand? So that you must, the faith that will win is the faith that lasts the long haul. So you must, your faith must, that's that, that, that's because, you know, a real faith, your faith must have perseverance. Your faith must have patience. That I will stand in faith till I see what I desire. And it's a choice. It is your prerogative. Are we together this morning? It's your choice. I see many believers just become, just, just allow themselves to be weak and then drop drop their heads you know ask them they just allow themselves to be weak and then and, and i'm like you're not doing me and that's the truth you're not even doing god you're not even doing god his own goal not the common goal in football it's fair tomorrow football no you don't you know goal in football but you know goal okay it's like we don't go it's like we don't go nobody else nobody, nobody else is bent only is you know it's person's problem Everyone is not like, hey, we are, we are in trouble. The person has given up. No, everyone is not in trouble. Alright? So, and when you when you drop your head that way, you are losing the war. You are losing the battle. The only person that is amused is your enemy, the devil. That was the end goal of the world. The end goal was to make you wicked in faith. Many people give up too easily. I, when I talk, I just know, ah, the person has dropped his head. You just, yeah, was just betrayed them. Okay, you must not let that happen to you. And it's a choice. No one can be strong for you. You'll be strong by yourself. You'll be strong. You'll choose to be strong. And you must choose to be strong. Hmm? You must choose to be strong. It is risky to be weak. <laughs> it's risky to be weak in this wicked world. It's risky to be weak. To be to, to be downcasted in a wicked world. Hallelujah. Alright? Now, having said that, you cannot replace the sand. You cannot replace the sandment with faith. Just follow me closely, okay? You cannot replace being on guard, being alert, being able to pick prompts from the spirit with faith. 
Why am I saying this? Too many people try to brace through what they could have avoided. They try to brace through with faith. What they could have avoided by discernment. Do you get that? They try to brace through with faith what they could have avoided by discernment. That if I listen when God told me, this thing would have happened, okay? But don't just brace through it. Or they will know. Some people will know that they know. They know. This way is very funny. They know that God has said, don't do this thing. They tell themselves, I'll use faith of the same God that said, don't do it. Okay? I use his faith to brace through it. I, I, I tell you, people, they do, people do this, and I promise you, people are, people are doing it real life. Real life. You will know that God has told you, don't do it. You're not, you're not using, you want to use the faith of the same God to brace through it. No. You must add the summit to your faith. You must add being able to hear God is leading his direction to your faith. And it's not it's not superstitious that is a different thing. Superstition is um, when you see when you see um, bats around your house, the enemy have come. When you see cockroach, it's your family you know, it's not your family members, it's your village people. When you when you say that cockweb, that is the worst thing. Enter cockweb any the morning. What I put you know, that's superstition. When you see a yellow person, mommy water, too little, sorry, I'm not talking to you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is superstition. Mm-hmm. When you wear the odi of clothes, when you wear odi, you know this side of clothes that day you will blow. You know that's all nonsense. All right, I'm not talking about, about superstition, but you must be discerning. Superstitions are age-old myths. Okay, the summit is from the spirit out. Okay, it's not it's not from it's not from the outside in. It's from the spirit out. So meaning things can look so good in natural, but you just know in your knower that this thing is a journey to destruction. You just know this thing is bad. How do you, how do you know? Even if you don't know, you know. You just know. Okay? Are we together? So, the man of faith must also be a man of discernment. Otherwise, it walks into traps. The man of faith must also be a man of discernment. Otherwise, it walks into traps. As if people take mates that showed their children shaking. Amen. Yeah. You're taking mates that, you know, did also to their children, born their children with, 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 with you know, where, where things are happening. I saw one, I saw one this, this week on Twitter. You know, the wife dropped the child, the wife went to make her hair and left child with nanny. Husband came back to, to the house and met, you know, several marks on the child. I don't understand what happened. How do, if, you know, it, a, a baby, few months old baby. We can be discerning. We can be discerning. We, we must be discerning. We must be discerning. Your your heart must be alert. You must be alert. Okay? You must be alert. Alright? Some people could have shown them enough times that what they are doing is, is what this thing about to do is dangerous. And they see them do it by faith. <laughs> How do you dare do it by faith? When God has said don't do it. Okay? That is how people walk into traps. If you try to replace discernment with faith, it will end in tears. It will end in tears. It will end. So you have to be careful to be discerning. Be discerning. Don't brace through issues with faith that they could avoid by discernment. You must be discerning. You must be alert. You must be sober. You must be vigilant. First Peter 5 to 9. First Peter 5 to 9. First Peter 5 to 9. Do you remember the story that happened some like three, five years ago when uh, that the Jew went to Bishop's house early in the morning 
and told him, you know, the, the vision he had. That why am I seeing the, the living among the dead? Why am I seeing the living among the dead? Can you call, can don't, don't go this journey, something like that. You get my point here? Now, you'll be wondering, Daddy, the man of it, fit to carry the plane, it's not crash, that kind of stuff. But you don't play that kind of rough play. You never play like, don't ever play that kind of rough play. Never. Never ever. When your heart says don't go, your faith, your faith is responding to the word of God. You know, faith is believing God's word. It's not believing in your brain. It's not a giddy. The only giddy must have is a giddy on the word of God. So when the word of God says, this journey, don't go. If you go, and you okay, you must respond to God's word. Then you left his house in the morning. He didn't even do phone call. He went there. To show how big it is. You know, say, ah, you know, I'm a man of faith. I'm the faith man of the generation. I'm an apostle of faith. I will go. And no, 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 no. You must be alert. You must be sober. You must be vigilant. You must be. So there is no how did it happen to this person? Get my point here. No, no, no. If you are sober, if you are vigilant, you will miss out on many traps of the devil. Alright? So being this understanding helps you miss out on traps and also catch on on, on, on good things that God has for you. Just that, that being able to hear instruction, knowing where to go to, knowing where to apply to, where to stand, what to who, to who to talk to, where not to go, will make you avoid traps and also and also enter into good things that God has planned for you. You must be discerning. Right place, right time. Right place, right time. Right place, right time, right attitude. Right place, right time, right posture. Right place, right time, right attitude. Alright? First Peter 5, 8 and 9. First Peter 5, 8 and 9. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of suffering. Look at that. If I, I want to go back, go front and go back. He says, him resist. How? How do you resist him? By standing firm in the faith. You can only resist the devil by standing firm in your faith. Meaning that an insecure faith cannot resist the devil. An insecure faith cannot resist the devil. Can you get my point here? Faith that is not assured will not work. See, many times, okay, how do I, how do I explain this? When something happens to people and they now say, but I had faith, but faith did not work. I can guarantee you, I'm sorry, you. I, I'm sorry, because it can, it, can, it can be helpful. I can almost guarantee you that nobody that really had faith will come out and say, my faith did not work. Nobody that ever really had, that really had faith, okay, say, people that, your faith is first on the basis of God is good, that God cannot fail. If God said it, he will do it. So, meaning that real people of faith will be like, if it does not work, it is not that faith did not work. Something went wrong somewhere, but it's not about that faith did not work or God did not work. Okay, so, and that's the problem with it. An insecure faith has faith from the beginning. An insecure faith already failed before it began. Do you understand? An insecure faith already failed before it began. So, you can only resist by standing firm. A faith that is already secure is what will always resist and win. Okay, now let's go to the back. It says be sober. 
be vigilant, meaning the guard, always on guard, you know, stay guiding. Why? Why? Your adversary, the devil, is walking about, going everywhere. What is he doing for? Looking for who is not guarded. That's his point. Looking for the unsober, on alert, on vigilant, so that they can devour him. Do you understand? So it's like it's like you're walking in a in, in a planet full of traps, booby traps, mines, landmines. That if you are not sober, you can walk into something. Are we together this morning? Was talking to, Peter was talking to believers, not unbelievers. That the believer, the believer should be aware that your enemy is going about looking for who to devour. So if you not be a victim, you must be working a lot. Too many times it's not even it's not even some some demonic issues. Man, is is it works? It just works your way into bad people that look good. It just works your way into bad people that look very good, and for you you're in a trap. I can't forget this story, this story of Kenneth again. When he wanted to build, he needed the office space and all that. And this businessman came and told him, "Don't worry, we will build your office complex. We won't pay your staff." It looks so because he wanted it looks so good. And God told him, "See, those who they are after taking control of your ministry, would have walked into because it looks like a good thing." Do you understand? So you must be alert. You must be sober, meaning that you must you must be seeing clearly. Too many times, my, my mentor told me, I, "This is about this is this is this this happened in 2006, 2005, when my honor level pastor then told me, this is how many years ago now? That's about 18 years ago." It, and I've not forgotten that you have to be careful what you do when you are too excited or too moody. That extreme moods lead to bad judgments. So when you are too hyper, you are not being sober. You have to be careful. Are, are you, you know, you my point here? You have to deliberately be spiritually alert. When you're also in a bad mood, you're in a down mood, down is even the worst part. You have to be deliberately be spiritually alert. Be sober. Be vigilant. Are we still here? Are we still here? Say I'm here. Alright? I'm here. Ephesians 6, 10 to 20. Ephesians 10 to 20. Ephesians 6, 10 to 20. Ephesians 6, 10 to 20. Vision 6. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Read it where, read it, read it where, read it, read it where, where, read it where, where. Finally, uh-huh. be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realm. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. Please pause. And after you... Okay, do that, do that, do that, do that. I haven't done all to stand. stand. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then. You can pause. Belt. Give me NKJV. 10 to 13. NKJV. Okay, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in, his, in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. 
therefore take up the all armor of god that you may be able to withstand in the day of evil having done all to stand look at this stand, stand therefore look at this so he's saying that you will, pre- you will prepare to stand and then stand Having done all to stand, stand. Meaning that you will do all to stand. Come on now. You will do all to stand, not on the evil day. <laughs> you prepare for those days. Because what we live in, those days can try to come. Do you understand? Things can try to come on you. So, you are to have prepared to stand so you can stand. So, having done all to stand, you stand. People don't do all to stand. They then wonder why they fall in a day of trouble. Says, if you fail in the capacity, your strength is what leads to. Meaning that if you don't do all to stand, you cannot stand when you need to stand. So meaning, if I will stand, I must have been doing all to stand. That my standing in the day of trouble is, is, is predicated on having done all to stand. So it says, finally my brother, be straight again. That is your prerogative to be strong. It's your prerogative to be strong. It says be strong. Stand. Telling you what you will do. Okay? Be strong. Be strong. It is your choice to be strong. People are waiting for someone to be strong for them. They want God to be strong for them. Or to make them strong. Or their pastor should make them strong. No, no, no. It is you. That will be strong. So it's your, it's your prerogative to be strong, and it's your, it's your detriment if you are not strong. Hallelujah. Why? It says, For we wrestle. We are in a wrestle against what? Not, not against flesh and blood, but against principality and powers. Against wicked forces in the heavenly realms. We wrestle. So that there's an ongoing warfare in the spiritual realm. That's consequence in the natural realm. Is a what? Ongoing wrestle. In the spiritual realm, the last consequence is natural realm. Are we still together? Bori, are you here? Is Bori here? I'm preaching and talking. Are you here? Are you here? You are in church, you are in church. Love you too. We are in church. Alright? So we can be catching all these things. The camera is on, so you can be catching it. Uh-huh. Hallelujah. We are wrestling. And you cannot avoid the war. By you can cannot cannot you can you know you can you don't you don't you don't um you don't um how do I put it now you cannot avoid the war by ignoring it you get you don't avoid the war by avoiding it oh fair oh fair we wrestle we wrestle so meaning that if you are ignorant of it you've already lost by default if you're ignorant of the warfare, you have lost by default. If you also avoid it also, you have lost by default. We wrestle. Like it or not, we wrestle. Okay? So, it says be strong, not in your own strength too. Be strong in the, in the Lord and in the power of his might. So, your reason for strength is not, not because you are hacking. Amen now. Your strength is in the strength of the Lord. So when, when we ask you why why what, what is your beckoning? What what is your what is your strength? It must be in the Lord and in the power of his might. If they ask you now, 
if something happens in the world right now, you know, um, another, you know, people are taking, talking about a second COVID wave is a part of, part of the world right now. I know some part of Nigeria, I know some part of, some part of the US, I know that. What is your strain? Is it, is it um, another vaccination? Because if you like take five, you still, you, still, you take seven. If you give more, you still need to take more. You know there's no end, there's no end to it. So when you take five, they will, be, they will give you booster shots. When this new one that is coming, they will give booster shots. So, so you, your, your strength must be in the Lord and in the power of His might. If we ask you, why, why are you sure your tomorrow is bright? Ah, someone will say, I can work hard. I can, you know, I can hustle. No. Your strength must be in the Lord and in the power of of his might. Tony Lyon, my kosher supply. Okay? Amen. <laughs> okay? That's where your strength must be. Mm? So, how then do you do this? You must know the power at work in you. Because you are being strong in the power of his might. So, you must know the power at work in you. You must lean in on the power of God at work in you. Alright? And you must master how to wield the power of God at work in you. Are we together? You must know it. You must lean. You must lean on the power. Okay? Only that they've confused your sitting arrangement. What the husband do? My God, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you have Alright. But you must know the power at work in you. You must know that this power is at work in you. In you. Is in me, is at work in me. I must lean in, and it's deliberate, conscious leaning in. You must be conscious of the spirit of God at, at work in you, and you must lean in within. You get, you must, you must come to a point where you are. See, you are, you think about it because you must think about, it, you must meditate on it. Okay, that God is at work in me. I have a spirit within me, so I have all the help I need in me. Why? The Holy Ghost is in me. So if I ever have a need. I will place a demand on, on the Spirit of God at work in me. I get my point here. You must know the power. You must lean in and you must also master. Many don't know how to master, you know, to wield power of God at work in them. There's also a, a need to master. You must master it. You must master to wield the power. And it's mostly through speaking. True, deliberate speaking. Speaking for effect. Your words, your words betray you or they, they, or they, or they raise you up. Your words break you down or lift you up. Hallelujah. Your words take you up or bring you down. Even when you are joking, your words are taking you up or bringing you down. So you must deliberately know how to read the power by speaking the right words. Facing a new project, a new challenge, speak the right words. I can do it. I can do all things. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. I can do it. If anybody can, it's me. If anybody can, it's me. Hallelujah. And it's the way it works. Glory to Jesus. Too many evil things fly about in the air. Okay? And if you are not vigilant, you can download it. So you know. Too many, too many evil things, both natural, both natural and spiritual. Even all the COVID and co, you know it's air. Everything is airborne. Okay? Both natural and spiritual, they are all airborne. You know, Ephesians 4, Ephesians, Ephesians 2. Okay? The priest of the power to work in the air. So there's, there's, there are things flying in the air. The spiritual forces, spiritual realm, even the natural realm. If you are not alert, if you're not sober, if you're not strong, you will download it. You will catch it. So, you have to be alert, sober, and strong so you don't catch something. So, you only catch good things. Come on now. So, you only want to catch good things. You have to be alert. Proverbs 22.3 says, A wise man sees evil and avoids it 
and avoids it. So his wisdom is a sin evil. His wisdom, God, God, is that he saw the evil so he could avoid. But he says, this foolish man walks right into it. Right, Ephesians 5 says, do not be wise. Do not be unwise, but be, but be what? Be wise. Okay? Knowing the will of God. Okay? So you have to be spiritually wise so you can see evil and avoid it. Same thing, Proverbs 27, 12. The same thing there also. A wise man sees evil and avoids it. A foolish man walks right into it. Walks right... You know, when you watch Mazayan films, you just be laughing. Because when they, they paint the men as though the men cannot say anything many times. It's just, and it's, and it's, it can be funny because men can be very oblivious to issues. Men can be very overly, overly optimistic. Overly courageous. Overly brave. And it's not bravery in the world, though. It's bravery in themselves. We go to him, we go to him. I will go to him. It will work. I will work. Alright? They just work right... You know, I, I watched one recently. That is one they released last week. Uh, My Dream, part three. Okay? Okay, so he had blew, the guy has finally blown now. He had a good job living in Abuja, in Vegas, and all that. He now met this girl in his compound. As not, the girl was in the streets. Church girl from his church. Okay? So that's how the girl should have entered his life with style. Okay? The girl is now forming like a church girl in church evangelism. You know, she should have forming church girl to enter the guy's life. is, you know. From the from the you know normal normal man's film now from kingdom of darkness and the guy was the guy was a spiritual man he was swearing ah the guy was swearing I will marry this girl now his, my mom his mom told him see I'm having bad things bad dreams about this girl I have bad kin, kin, bad bad problems about this girl She's like mommy you have been superstitious no he said to her mom also you know mommy you have been to this mommy you have been to that clinical clinical mommy you have been to clinical clinical mommy it's always you it's always you I will not agree I I must marry now I must marry now it's God that saved him okay that finally the don't prevailed. Mm-hmm. Began to have bad dreams, and this, this, also, this also is also important. Started having dreams of him having sex in his dream. People say it's poor party, it's not poor party. Oh my gosh, okay, it's <laughs> poor party. We are growing only you last week, only you this week. I don't know that I'm poor party. I don't know that it's growing. Okay, the only man in the world that you know, yeah, we have to be, have, we have to be allowed to, we have to be deciding. That's when he now woke up to know that, okay, um, well, I did now call this pastor. Down after we should go on a fast together. Sasha, the girl casted. Okay, but you must be discerning. Someone tells you, I must marry you now. You should be you should run. You should actually first run first. That no, you must first run first too. You just met somebody and they want to marry you now. You pack your bag. Go far but I buy Kumasari. You should be running first. First go and run to clear your head first. Put the bamboo you. Amen now. But you must be discerning. Why? Things can look good but are very dangerous for your for your life. See, what traps are if, if, if the trap is not is not fine, it's not catch anybody. This is why we use rat traps because rats like rats, like rice. They don't like rice to not work. So the love for rice that makes it a trap. So what traps you are the things you, you want. Okay, so we are enticed by our desires. Do you understand? So it is what you want that entices you. We must be discerning. You had a dream once, twice, thrice. You should know you are at war. Don't, don't, don't be a foolish person according to the scripture. You must be discerning. You're having bad dreams. Like later, you are in warfare. Go and pray. Hmm? And it's very common. Some, some weeks ago, in, you know, I talked to concerning somebody. She, and she was like, you know, um, something happened in her dream and you got to have headaches in the morning and, pan- and serious, serious panic attacks. Serious, serious panic attacks. Serious ones that, you know, they're really serious. You, you should just know straight. Don't, don't need to ask questions. You know, you know it's warfare straight. And you have to enter into warfare mode. It's war. It's war. 
So even though we could have by faith or been allowed prevented it, okay, it, it now it now happened, it's, it's giving you signs. Enter into war, enter war just straight. It's warfare. You must so many people act, act, acting as though you're living in Utopia. Come on, you live on the earth with wicked men and wicked forces. Why are you acting so chill as though you're living in heaven? You, no, 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 we are we we are we live in heaven, but we also live on earth, we are in two realms. So you must be spiritually conscious, you must be must be aware. There's warfare going on, you cannot avoid it. You must be alert. You must be alert. You must be alert. You must enter, you must not enter what jail. Hallelujah. I will share this story, share, share story often and often. The guy that slept, slept with his landlord's child or so. Okay? Landlord's, not child though. Consensual sex, adult to adult. Okay? And from that day, anytime his eye in the spirit, anytime he just gets to that eye point in the spirit, he will have a dream. Sleep with the girl in his dream and just go down to zero. People say, you know, there's no so tie. Don't look for trouble. Don't you will see. Don't see all these English that will speak on Twitter. Better be careful in real life. Okay, because things that actually happen, that cannot, cannot explain. So he came, I prayed for him, delivered, did deliverance, and that, that was the end of it. It didn't happen again. Because I asked him to tell that was the end of it. But you see, people are just in sex is sex. Use your in your twenties, enjoy life. People are downloading problems that will kill them, that will last their lives, their lifetimes. Someone goes to a prophet. They are downloading problems that last a lifetime. You know, I've heard of old people that in their final years they just they, they struggle through demonic attacks till they died. So most people sleep with sleep with Omorogu to fight in the dream. This is real life. It's not it's not story. Real, I'm not even trying. I'm not bobbing. It's real life. Sleeping with with Omoru, no Omorogu, Yoruba people. Um, what a bit pest to a bit Is it pest people call it? <laughs> okay, so they can fight demon in the dream. Tony stick. Tony stick. <laughs> Nigerian person. Tony stick. Okay, but those things are based on where they have gone to to look for help. They didn't know what, what, what they were downloading. So you have to be alert, sober, vigilant. All right, sober, vigilant. Be alert. You must be alert. Some things look good, but they are traps. You only know by being at twenty-seven. When they were in that ship, and Paul told them, I perceive that this is our journey. Okay? This journey will end in tears. Let's do kiniko kiniko. Let's wait or something. I perceive. So the captain asked experts. Someone said, No, no, let's go. The coast is clear. Let's go. You know? Kini Paul more. What are you? Why is Pastor talking about ship? Kini Pastor. Pelu ship. What does he know about, about, about sailing? Is he a pastor and a carpenter? You know what does he know about this? I perceive. Those are strong words for me from a spiritual man. I perceive. Any sorrow, I perceive. I perceive. Okay? I perceive. They are, they are strong words. So they say, let's keep going. So, and if, funny enough, they went for a while and everything looked good. This is where the wala is though. Things can look good and then cast. So now, it's not, not totally casting. I'm pulling up and I told them that you. Paul told them clearly, I told you so. It's in scripture. Maybe I told you, you not listen to me. Paul, Paul is not a nice man. He told them, I told you so. Okay, because yeah, so things can look good, and then keep looking good on, 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 the, on, the, on, the, on the on the stops looking good. You must be alert. You must be perceptive. You must be listening. You must be listening within. Listen within. Listen within. Listen within. Especially in your areas of desperation. The things you want the most are your biggest traps. Hmm. The things you want the most are your biggest traps. You have to be careful. 
in your areas of desire so that you don't walk into traps based on the things you are you are wanting the most. You don't you don't also walk into compromise. You have to be deliberate about it, you know. Deliberate. Be alert. Be sober. Be vigilant. First Corinthians 2, 9 to 16. First Corinthians 2, 9 to 16. First Corinthians 2, 9 to 16. But as it is written, I have not seen. Kadada, like you're happy. Read this way, way. Okay? But as it is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit teaches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. Now, we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. The things we also speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but with which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, but because they are spiritually discerned, but he who is spiritual judges in all things. Judges all things. Sorry, we spiritual. Please, but he who is spiritual judges all things. Yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? Or we have the mind of Christ. Look at that. We have the mind of Christ, meaning. Doesn't mean doesn't mean we have all knowledge of God. It means we have access to things in the mind of Christ. We have access to the deep things of God, and that God is eager to reveal them to us by His Spirit. For the Spirit, come on now, searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. God's Spirit is a searcher and a revealer. And is eager to reveal things to us. It says now we have the spirit is from God, that we might know the things given to us by God. So the Holy Ghost is in us, so we can know things. We can know things. We can know things. We can discern things. We can pick prompts. Hallelujah! It says, but he who is spiritual judges all things. Look at this. The carnal man judges nothing with his spirit. He judges only by what he can see. Natural man, only by what he can see, what he can hear, what he can feel. But we who are spiritual, we judge this because these things are spiritually discerned. Are you coming? Am I communicating with you? They are discerned not by what your eyes can see, what your ears can hear. They are spiritually, you know, you know, you know how you can where that is. You can see in the map now that there'll be weather map, the weather data. There'll be rain today. Abi? But today rain will not fall. It's sunny throughout. So meaning if I judge by the weather, weather, weather does come, I will be slid. Am I coming? So if I, if I only judge by what I can see in the natural, by, by, by data alone, by forecast alone, amen, I can be thoroughly misled. It's even worse now that people are lying for a living right. People are the world is see the world is lying lies every everybody is lying officially. 
even government.com is lying officially. You know, everybody is lying officially now, as in lying officially, officially, and with both face. I mean, we both know it's a lie, but we are, for you, they lie. And even we are telling, we know it's a lie, but you don't care. So, meaning, if you judge your life by what you can see or hear alone, you'll be in trouble. And he's a carnal man, natural man, that judges naturally. But the spiritual man knows these things are only spiritually discerned. The spiritual man judges all things. What haven't you judged that is important to your life? What are you not judging that is important to your life? Those topics, those things in your, those things in your life, those urgent things or not urgent things that are important. What are you not judging? Why did this happen? Why has this not happened? What happened here? What is not happening here? Why him? Why are? Why are we happy now and suddenly unhappy again? Why? You know, you have to judge things. You have to judge things. And these things are spiritually discerned. The spiritual man judges all things. Yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. So the proof they are spiritual is that you are spiritually discerning things. Spiritually judging things. It's not because, you know, spirituality is not that you fell under the power. I hope that when you fell, you came back with discernment, you know. <laughs> you have to be judging things. That's what it means to be spiritual. It's, it's not the theatrics. It's, it's, in, it's in the fruit of the theatrics. That those, that those theatrics that you, that you experience, that they bear fruit in your life. Do you, and it's deliberate work. It's deliberate. It's deliberate. You must be discerning. Your Bible will say, Ifunra no muagba. I mean, that we know you are mature by your being able to discern. Discernment. 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 And it's deliberate. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. The Spirit is a revealer. So we must take heed to the Spirit of God within us. Pay attention. Prioritize the Spirit. Prioritize the Spirit. How? You must prioritize. I'm going to get it. Prioritize the Prioritize listening within. Prioritize being alert. Being sharp. Being fit. So people here now that run or that do that, that you do a lot, of, a lot of fit farm. You know there are times when you are sharp, and times when you are not sharp. You know, right? Times when you even knew when you start, you know that don't like you're not one of them. Okay. Up, up to this better now, up, up is now better. But when we are in, when she was in Nigeria, if the like climb stairs, oh Jesus. She ah, ah, I climbed like dude, we both climb the same stairs. Why are you look like <laughs> Alright, so yeah, you will know you know the difference when you are sharp when you're not sharp. You will know. Alright, so it's not tell in what you can do. What you can do in football, you say they said the is rusty. Okay, it's not much fit. It shows you what they can do and how they can respond to stimuli on the on the pitch, you know, and how they can't. So you must be alert. So how then do you stay alert? How do you stay sharp? How do you stay fit? Well, now we go back to, to let's go back to Ephesians six. Ephesians six. Back to Ephesians six. Back to Ephesians six. 
Ça fait pas Sénégal. Vers what, sorry? Start from. Okay, start from verse 14. 14, okay. Stand therefore, having girded your waists with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you were you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the element of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this end with all the with all perseverance and supplication for all the sins. Yeah. And for me, you, 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 can, you can stop there. So when you, when you look at this this, this entire ammo thing, it is simply it's simply a few things: knowing the word, doing the word, staying prayed up, really praying in the spirit, especially praying in the spirit knowing the word doing the word praying in the spirit knowing the word doing the word praying in the spirit verse it says above all taking the shield of faith which we have to point all the spirit of the wicked so he's saying this okay of course the word builds up your faith and when your faith is at work your faith is a shield, okay, that is quenching all the fairy that's of the wicked. Mean that there are fairy darts that have been thrown. It's the man of faith that has a shield to prevent it from landing on his head. Hallelujah. There are fairy darts, okay, but it's the man of faith that, that, that has a shield up to, to prevent the darts from landing on his head. Hallelujah. Taking the shield of faith. So again, it is the word, knowing the word, doing the word. Part, 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 part of doing the word is speaking the word. Alright? For example, you know, you have a, a wrong thought comes to you. How do you respond? God's word on your lips, your shield of faith. Many times, your thoughts are fairy darts of wicked. Your enemy's fairy darts. Trying, trying to launch you into, into a new crisis. How you then respond with determine if you enter into a while or you live free? So, your shield of faith is your defense from such fairy darts of the wicked. Because your faith will determine for you your response, you know, and your words when things are trying to come through your thoughts, through your dreams, through those, you know, wanting, wanting, through, through, your, through a system in your body. Your shield of faith is your defense. See, it's important that you don't wait till it is late to start learning, you know, about your healing and your health. Because those things form your, your, your faith, your response to symptoms. Are we communicating? Too many times, people are so far gone. It, it, it can be too late to work in faith. It's not, it's not as though, just take it like that. It can be too late to, to learn faith. It can be too late. That's why it says, haven't done all to stand, then you can stand. But if you don't done all to stand, it can overwhelm the person. You know, can you for people? And if you hear any 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 talk about, they will tell you that you know any feature will tell you some people are they are so far gone they don't have time to learn it anymore. They then need some they need some gift of the spirit to get to get healed, and it can be rare. No, you go to you go to a conference, you go to a, to a crusade, and there are one thousand people with, with on, on on wheelchairs, fifty with cancer. And all that, 
out of one out of one thousand, maybe hundred will walk home, hundred will get healed. Maybe out of fifty cancer, maybe ten or twenty, even thirty will get healed supernaturally. The remaining might not might not get healed. If if you, are, if you check the stats, not not everybody gets healed even even in the Benin crusade. So you know, and they tell you about this. Not everybody gets in those crusades. Not everybody gets healed supernaturally. You know, and as I said, while I is, if your faith is not built up before time, okay, you are now, in fact, almost dependent on chance healing. Do you understand? So it's why you must deliberately be strong in your faith, so you can quench every fairy dart of the wicked. Your surest, your surest stand in life, is not pastor's prayer, or special guest healing, healing ministry. Your surest stance is in your being strong in the faith yourself. That way, you can even quench things before they become a big problem. You kill things before they even begin. The faith you have built in. Hallelujah. This is the, this is the truth. Knowing God's word and putting God's word on your lips. Okay? So, it now says, praying in the spirit, part, part of this armor, is praying in the spirit always. Since with this in mind, being watchful, being alert. Meaning, if you are praying in tongues, you know, intensely or fervently, you are being alert and being watchful. That part of your being sober, being alert, is a lifestyle of praying in the spirit. It sharpens your, it sharpens your discernment. It makes you, it makes you sharp. It makes you keen. It makes you, you pick things very fast. You must be sharp. You must spend time praying in tongues. Hallelujah. First Timothy 4. First Timothy 4. First Timothy 4. 6 to 16. If you instruct the brethren in these things, you will be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished in the words of faith and of the good doctrine with which, which you have carefully followed. But reject profane and old wives' fables and exercise yourself towards godliness. For bodily exercise profits a little, but godliness is profitable for all things. Having promise of the, of the life that, that now is and of that which is to come. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance. For to this end, we both, we both labor and suffer reproach because we trust in the living God who is the savior of all men, especially of those who believe. These things command and teach. Good, good verse 15 and 16. 15, Meditate 16, on yeah. this. Yeah. Go on. Meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely to them that your progress may be evident to all. Take heed to yourself and to the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this, you will save both yourself and those who hear you. So I'll start from the, from the back and I'll go forward. Meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely to them that your progress may be evident to all. Take it to yourself and to your doctrine. Hmm. Dira, take it. Be aware. Take it to yourself. Don't be careless with yourself. Take it to yourself and to your doctrine. To the word of God in your heart. Your word bank. Not just religion. Religion says, if it happens, it's God's will. It does not happen in gospel. That is religion, no. That's not faith. That's not, that's not Bible faith. Bible faith resists. 
Bible faith makes this happen. Bible faith stops things from happening. Uh, let, me, let me share this so that I can, that just comes to my heart now. There was a, there was, I think it was a low cost invasion some, you know, in the early 1900s or so, you know, and they were majorly farmers. So the low cost, the, those locusts will come eat everybody's farm. So to, to these believers, these believers, you know, they gather around their farm, you know, and they, they, they put a bloodline, you know, they put a bloodline around their farm, and they said locusts can only come here but no further. And so were their farmland saved from destruction. They did not say that more long. No, they used their faith to stop things from happening. Take it to yourself and to your doctrine. Because in doing so, you will save yourself. And if you're a pastor, you save those who are listening to you. Hmm. If your doctrine is bad, you are in trouble. If your doctrine is weak, you are in trouble. Take it to yourself and to your doctrine. What are you believing? What have you stopped believing that makes you exposed or makes you protected? Hallelujah. Alright, now let me now go back to verse, verse 7. It says, Reject profane and overt faith. Brother, exercise yourself towards, towards goodness. Exercise yourself towards goodness. Exercise there is gymnasium. Gymnasium. Exercise. Gymming. So it means you can gym yourself to be godly, to be spiritually fit. The way you walk on your body, body exercise to be fit physically. You should, there's a way also you can be spiritually fit. And this is profitable for all things. Having a promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. So, it is on you. Alright? To be spiritually fit. It is what you will do. There are things you will do that makes you fit. There are things you will do that makes you unfit. But your fitness is your prerogative is your, is, your, is your choice, is your responsibility. So if you'll be fit, it is up to you. Your fitness is up to you. How then do you stay fit? A lifestyle of devotion, of word, and of prayer. A lifestyle of devotion, of word, and of prayer. Fitness is in levels. That's when you are very fit. That's when you are less fit. It's in that you live very filled, very fit by a lifestyle of devotion, a lifestyle of study and prayer. You must make time. You must make time for study and prayer. People say, I am busy, so I cannot pray. No, because you are busy is why you must even pray the most. When you are busy, it means you are making choices. You are doing things. You need to be fit to make right choices, to do the right things. So, so someone else said, I think one of the funny fathers says, I am very busy, so I pray. <laughs> I, am very, I am very busy, so I have to pray. So because you are busy, deliberately create time for prayer. You must make that time. You might be waking up earlier, you know, cutting, cutting down on entertainment to make time for prayer. You might be on your way to work, on your way back, at work, praying within, restroom time praying. You might not be okay. You know, not creating times in your weekends where you can even pray even much even much more. But remember this: your fitness is your, is your prerogative, is your choice, and not being fit is dangerous. We are always in warfare. We must be alert. We must be. We must be sober. We must be vigilant. 
Okay? It's deliberate. Abacock 1 and 2. Abacock says, I will stand on my watchtower. I will. I will. My choice. I will see what God will say. I will stand. So if I stand there, I will see what God is saying. So if I don't stand there, if I'm not fit, if I'm not sharp, if I'm not praying, I will not see what God is saying. And truly, as he did, God said, write a vision, make it plain, and then we run over it. Sits. Meaning, he could have missed it if he didn't stand to watch and see. I was in the spirit on the last day, and the Lord said, hmm? I was in a place, I was in, in I was where, I was in a situation, I was in a mood, a posture where I could hear. And then God said, meaning that if I wasn't, I might not have picked what God is saying. I was in the spirit on the last day, and the Lord said. So, your posture, your posture, your being prayed up keeps you fit, keeps you sharp, so you can pick what the spirit is saying. Jude 20, but you, beloved, building up yourself in your most holy faith, you being charged up, you being fit, you being well built up, ready, in your most holy faith by what? Praying in the Holy Ghost. Okay? So, you must do this. In when you start from Jude 19, they are about talks about how the world is evil, people are people are bad, people are this. But says you, you, the only way you stay above these things is by being built up, praying in tongues. This is how you keep yourself in the love of God. A life of devotion, praying in the Holy Ghost and study. Okay, is how you stay alert. Knowing the word, doing the word, staying prayed up is how you stay. A lot. Father, we thank you. I will bless. I will bless. I will bless. I will bless. Do learn well. Father, we give you praise. Money. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you. Thank you for your help to share and your help for us to receive. We give you the praise, Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 We hope you were blessed by that sermon. Cheers to growth and global impact. Feel free to contact us via our social media platform at This Green Church and do join us every Sunday by 9am and Wednesday by 6pm to be a part of our family. Remember, you are that saviour, you are light and life to your world.